Today on Red Dead Radio, we're, we're live! We're going straight to the wild, wild guest. We're going straight to the wild, wild guest. Yeah! Yeah, this, yeah, this was definitely a mistake. Thank you. You could have been doing absolutely <laughs> anything else. Like sleeping. Yeah. Like sleeping. Yeah, yeah. Eating. Yeah. Eating. What More sleeping. I mean, drinking, but it's 11 a.m., so. You can do that. You before. No, Mimosas no. exist. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, brunch drinks. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But I do want to thank you all for being here, uh, for giving up your morning and showing up. Before we do anything else, I want to get a shout out to our Patreon producers, Tom Bach, who's in the room. Right. Tom yeah. Bach. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. Stuart Ferguson and Jonathan, uh, whose generous support keeps us going. Thanks to everybody who supports like this here. insanity on Patreon. You never know. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Red Dead Radio Live. I'm your host, Jared Petty. Alongside to my right, your left. Hi, I'm John Ryan. I'm usually here. <laughs> I'm Brittany Brombacher. And I'm Christine Steimer. Hello. So John Ryan from IGN, Brittany and Steimer, two-thirds of What's Good Games. Yes. So does that make you what's good, good games, or what's games? Because you're two-thirds of it. We'll just be what's good. I am far too hungover can, for this year. Okay. I can put on a red wig. It's fine. <laughs> you look exactly like her. It's yeah, great. of course. <laughs> One way or the other. Uh, so thank you for giving up your morning to be here. So we're here to talk about Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Redemption 2. Who wants to play that? Anybody? <gasps> yes. Just well, despite what you may have heard, no, it's, it's not here this morning. Um, no, you're just stuck with us talking for a Who's while. Who's spreading those lies? <laughs> well, I don't know. Some people were convinced yesterday at the Superman panel that I was going to have a Rocksteady debut trailer at the end. What? Wait, what? That'd be rad. Because that's how Rocksteady wants to show their game off at the end of one of my panels. <laughs> hey, maybe they do. Dream big. Dream big? I mean, I, 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 it's a big old room. People came to it. Ladies and gentlemen, video games do not happen in a vacuum. What we're going to talk about today are the influences that come together to create a massive video game like Red Dead Redemption and its upcoming sequel. So we talk about the fact that all games do draw from both me mechanical and thematic influences. When I talk about mechanical, people look at other games and go, hmm, how did they do that well? How could we do that better? Do you have a favorite mechanic in games, Christine? Something you really love? No. She doesn't like that. <laughs> I don't know. That was very aggressive. It was. <laughs> Get ready for aggression. What about you, Brittany? Uh, I think I like dialogue in games. The mechanic of being able to make decisions. Branching dialogue. Branching dialogue, yeah. A feature of upcoming Red Dead Redemption there looks like. There you go. Like. You like how I did that? That's a good little segue. What about you, John? What do you love? I really like to double jump. You like Ooh. to double it's jump? Simple, it's, a, it's a super simple thing, but uh, if you can double jump well, and it's satisfying, it's like the best feeling. And there are so many games that you can't do that in. No, what's the worst is when you can't jump at all. Well, yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. like there's you're a, just like grounded. a thigh like, high rock and you just thump. You with just the exception of Bionic Commando. Just lift your leg. Yeah, just lift, lift your, your leg. leg. <laughs> on it. Thing, it's fine. Please, I'm begging you. <laughs> yeah, Captain Toad can't jump. Mega Man can't duck. Some things are strange. Well, that Toad way. has no legs. He's okay. just got a torso and feet. Here's a question. So Link can't jump either, for the most part, in all the other games. But when he walks up to something, he can and jump that way. Now, would you consider that the ability to jump or only be able to jump when it's convenient? I think that that's only choosing to jump when it's convenient. I think Link's just being mean to make it. So he, he's not actually yeah. capable of jumping. It's just, just something. It's like he's an He's capable of sort of jump climbing. Okay. But not. Yeah, he can mantle, but he cannot jump. Yes. It's yeah. passive aggression on Link's part. There. Yeah. I really think that's what it's all about. <laughs> I'm he's so like, angry. You, took, you took my feather away from that one game. I'm never jumping again. Yep. That's... 
Exactly, just sick yeah. of saving jobs. But also thematic influences, and that's the other end of it. And maybe no studio in our entire industry does more with thematic influences than Rockstar, uh, particularly yeah. cinematic influences. Uh, I, I mean, you. what's GTA V, really? It, it's, it's a mob movie yeah. set in an open world. Uh, we, fa we fair with it's that? A, it's just a sure. bunch of heat. <laughs> bunch of heat, whole no, lot of heat. It's heat, 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 and heat. Exactly, inspiration, and, and I like that about it. Western games, though, throughout video game history, and there have been Western video games about as long as there have been video games. The first Western-themed video game I was able to track goes back to 1971. Um, so that people have been making Western-themed games about as long as this medium has existed. And they have been largely influenced by cinema. They've been informed by that. So Rockstar is particularly cinematically oriented, and Western video games are particularly cinematically oriented, and now they meet in Red Dead Redemption. It's kind of a perfect storm. No way. So, okay. yes way. Awesome. That's exactly. <laughs> Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. You're gonna regret inviting me to this. I'm so sorry. No. <laughs> if this ends up just me babbling, I, I'm not funny nor quippy nor even particularly well informed. So I really I, need y'all. You know you're lying about lies. that last one. Yes. Tell this man he's a liar. Liar. <laughs> Um, You're wonderful. Yes, placate my ego. You have fallen into my trap. <laughs> the real key is just to get it on tape. That was yeah. the whole point. Mm. So factors influencing Red Dead's design. Christine, uh, of all of us here, you you are uh, maybe the person that, that spent, I don't know, you and John would probably have to fight about who, who spent the most time in the original Red Dead Redemption. Mm. A lot, but... I 100% at the game. I yeah. did not, so. Okay. So you, I, win. you win. You win. Shame on me. I'm the guide writer here. Like, who me? It, I don't know why I did it, but I was just I like, mean, I would like more to do. And it's one of the things to do is kill a bear with a knife. And I was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> I did not do that. No, I, could, I chickened out every time. It's. It was scary, but I think the worst part was that the turning radius is so bad. <laughs> so you're just doing weird half circles around this bear. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, uh, eh. Uh, and then you just like. It was really the precursor to Dark Souls. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. That's basically but without what the I'm ability saying. to roll out of the way. Yeah, yeah there's there, no dodge. Actually, there is a roll. There yeah, is a roll. I don't know if you can roll with the knife. I don't think you can. I, I was like basically just like doing very large parrying circles around him. Yeah, around him, definitely. And then but you took that bear down. I did. Yeah, right? Huh. Can you do this in real life? No. <laughs> I think I would die. Thank you. Thank last summer, I was staying in a cabin on the Tennessee border, and I came around a corner, and there was a bear. Uh, You're like, hey man, what's up? Uh, yeah, the bear was very chill. He was like, it's exactly what it's like. He was like, hey man, what's up? He was about eight feet away. Oh shit. And, uh, Do you know what kind of bear it was? A uh, big black bear. Okay. Um, oh, the animal bear. Okay. Yeah, it, I mean, black bears are the little bears, so this bear was only probably like, you know, 500 pounds. Mm. Uh, of course, yeah. Super you know, very I'm small sure I'm exaggerating. Bear. He was a very, perhaps he, but he was very chill. He's like, I mean, if you see a up? bear in real life, like, that's one of those like things where you're like, oh my god, they could kill me instantly. What if he was yeah. like, hey, boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go get us some picnic baskets. Yeah. Which would be like, what? How much drugs did I take last night? <laughs> so many. Actually, what, all instead, what he did was walk up the hill and climb in the back of a pickup truck and refuse to get out. Wait, uh, <laughs> How do you get a bear out of the back of a pickup truck that doesn't want to move? That's crazy. Yeah. I yeah. think you just, you're like, that's yours now. This is BearCast, ladies and gentlemen. So, but influenced by cinema, open world design, uh, because open world games are very different to make than other kinds of games. Technology, when I say technology, the fact is, is that we live in a technology-oriented industry here in video games, and gradually everything's building on what came before, kind of Ian Malcolm, they didn't even stop to know if they should or would or whatever. It, it builds on top of each other and et cetera. And I that was the, the best impression I've ever heard in my life. The best or the worst? The best. I think it was the worst. 
That's your judgment. I'm making blind about the melting stick. Uh oh, what did am you I turn doing? your mic off? Yeah, that's what I was trying to. I was no, I did not turn. Oh, the red lights on. Oh man. Stand by for oh, intermission. Have a problem. Technology sucks sometimes. I think you're going to break your mic. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Yeah, she's going to snap it off. Does but... that work, Henry? Well, cool. That doesn't affect the recording too bad. Thank you. Okay, in addition, budget, kind of a factor. Nice thing about Rockstar, they can take time to make a game. They do take time to make a game. Yes. They choose yeah. to make time to make a game, and guess what? Their games are good, and people buy them, so they keep taking time to make games. Yeah. What do you know? And sometimes they don't bring them to PC. No. Sometimes. They're like, LOL. <laughs> I mean, What is Master Race? We don't know. <laughs> are, you a, are you a PC person? I'm an all things person. Okay. I have a PC, <laughs> an Xbox, a PlayStation, and a yeah. Gizmondo. Switch. What? Gizmondo? Yes. Yeah? That's what I play everything on. All right. I don't know what you're talking about. It's an, it's an amazing device. We'll talk about oh, Gizmondo on another podcast. Okay. <laughs> Imagination, new ideas, original ideas. Um, and then, of course, the state of the art. And what I mean by that is the influence of other games. Technically, design-wise, people do look at other games. What you're back. Before. Yeah, two mics. Look at you. Okay, wow. Could From anyone hear me that entire time? Yes, you can yeah. project. The good right. news is... You are a projective you're person. Yeah, you're I loud Project projectile vomit. All right. No, oh, no. Only Sorry. projectile word vomit. I'm trying to avoid getting the packs pox. Come on. And finally, the question of what's fun. Yeah. Britt, what's fun about Red Dead Redemption? For me, I think, cause, uh, confession time, I cannot finish a Grand Theft Auto game. And I think it's because it's the city setting. It doesn't, I don't have that sense of being lost in, in a fantasy world. And being in a Western game like that, I feel like I could do anything and it's fun. Yeah. But Brittany, there are trees in the Western games. You don't like trees it, either. So, okay, the, the ladies always give me crap because I always say, Horizon Zero Dawn, beautiful game, too many trees. I live in Washington, I don't wanna see trees. I don't, so I have to be immersed in the setting and with Red Dead Redemption, it's that Western setting that I feel like I haven't seen enough in video games. Why do you have to bring your anti-end propaganda here? That's what I, I don't understand this. Yes. What? what? It's fine, it's, it's Never mind. fine. No, it's a, it's a that went right over Read a book, over. people! No. You know I don't know how what to What is happening? I know, I'm telling you. <laughs> They're tree people. Is he oh. saying prejudice oh. against tree people? I didn't even go like Hjorns, not like second tier. I was like no, surface on, level no, Peter no. Jackson. When you're saying buddy, ant, buddy, I'm buddy, thinking buddy, different the fucking The little critters, yeah. <laughs> I currently yeah. have an ant problem in my garage, and that's and where my mind like, went. I don't know. Ants are like fine, I guess, but oh, whatever, they it's bother fine. you. And yeah, they're, they're a lot worse than the East food. Coast, I feel. We talked about ants, ants, trees, bears, and we talked about Red Dead. Good Lord. I mean, a little bit, kind of, maybe. Just don't ask us questions. We've said it a bunch. All right, so let's uh, let's take a look for it. What we're going to do here for a little while is look at a few of the games. There have been a lot of Western games. We're going to look at a few that may have influenced the design approach of Red Dead. Things that took that movie background we talked about earlier yep. and tried to translate it to video game format, sometimes with less success than others. Uh, we're starting here with uh, with the appropriately named Gun Dot Smoke or Gun Smoke. Is that Gunsmoke. how you say it? Because I've been wondering all week. No, you just say Gun Smoke. Um, okay. Huh. So, uh, I've Jeremy. Not smoke to like 15 people. Video game writer Jeremy Parrish, dude who's way smarter than I did, pointed out that, or way smarter than I am, pointed out that Gunsmoke, an old Capcom game, actually has a lot of factors that ended up making it into Capcom slash Rockstar's Red Dead Revolver. Uh, yeah. Remember that Revolver was a failed Capcom project that. Rockstar took over, fixed, and made a really so good game. So I learned that during the research for this, and that blew me away. I yes. had zero idea. Like, did you guys know that? 
No, 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 I didn't. Negative Ghost Rider. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's like super the more you know. weird. Like the fact that Capcom is just like, has this great idea, this cool notion, and they're like, nah, but then Rockstar is just like, you know what? We liked it. I could use another billion dollar franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have it. Okay. Yeah, I imagine, I'm sure Capcom's, I mean, they're, they're doing fine now. They got some good oh, stuff going on. But, uh, oh yeah, they got Resident Evil 2, they got that Devil May Cry 5, they got that Mega Man oh, 11. Yeah. They're doing fine. They got some good stuff. Monster going Hunter, on they're good. Oh, Monster Hunter, Hunter. Yeah, Monster Hunter single-handedly is just like <laughs> we're fine. We don't ever need to work again. But way back in the day on the NES, they created this kind of weird little shooter. Hey, look, a wanted poster in a video game. What do you know? We're gonna see that a lot. Wanted posters, no. bounty hunting, again. making entire levels based off one piece of parchment. Exactly. <laughs> and, and here we have the exciting action of Gunsmoke, where you walk down the street shooting lots of dudes. I was like, those look like little ping pong balls. So right. what does this it's have for, to do with yeah. Red Dead Revolver and Red Dead Redemption? Well, what Jeremy points out, and I think he's right, is that Capcom kind of has this weird tradition where they would take old ideas and then translate them into new things. For example, with Resident Evil, where they, they took the, this uh, NES survival horror game that they'd made and then ended up creating Resident Evil out of that. Uh, you, you played this, right, Brett? You're grinning from oh, your ear. I just love Resident Evil, anything about Resident Evil. Yeah, anything about Resident Evil, okay. He said so, the thing. Have you have you ever played Resident Evil's like kind of NES Famicom predecessor before? I have not. Yeah. You laid a lot. You, you spent a lot of time laying like pieces of wood on the ground in the middle of all it this. It sounds nothing like Red Dead. Yeah, it's very I strange. Mean, but it still has it has like the door opening effect. It's oh. got a lot of the survival horror stuff. Yeah, it's it's a really That's neat cool. game. Um, what does the wood on the floor do? I'm curious. Get you across pits. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, so get you across pits. I was like, gonna let it slide. Of no, man. I I need to know. Like, if you just like putting planks on I the ground. I just put wood like, on the floor all the time. You just leave it there. But well, Gunsmoke is very good. As you can see on the screen right now, hey, look, a store. You're upgrading your weapons. You're gathering bounties. Who you're collecting would sell money. you a gun when you are just mowing down the when entire town? You literally town. are killing an entire town's worth of people. What that shopkeeper just gives zero fucks. <laughs> She's like, you're giving me money, short. Well, it's like it's I fine. think the, the idea is like the whole town is just populated by outlaws, but like what fucking shopkeeper stays in that town? Yeah, hey, business. Is you know, booming. yeah, business. I guess, yeah. I mean, capitalism. Business. Capitalism. <laughs> exactly. There it is. It's capitalist propaganda, is what this game is. Wow. <laughs> so even in this weird little shooter, we have wanted posters and rewards. We have an economy. We have weapon upgrades based on historic old west style weapons. Also, a machine gun for some reason. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Why not? We have horses that you get to eventually. Uh, we Where have the final horses? boss Show battles. Me the horses. Did you uh, capture the horses? The horses come along. I don't forget to get oh, to look, the horses. Oh, horse. You can buy one. Oh, wait. There is. You look oh, at this horse. Know. Look at that timing. You better have twenty thousand dollars for that well, that's horse. That's a lot of money. Yeah, that's a lot of money. But you're a bounty hunter, so that's you got it. That's literally like millions of dollars. All of these things eventually make their way into Red Dead Revolver. Now, is that a direct connection? to Capcom look to its past? Nobody can prove that one way or the other. But I think Jeremy raises an interesting point. We're going to look at a few other games here. Let's jump back in time to ye old nineteen seventy-five. So the game we're seeing here right now is not the 1975 uh, copy of Western Gun. This is actually Gunfight, an Atari 2600 remake from 2001. Uh, it's a really good game. It contains the only Atari 2600 unlicensed version of Johnny Cash's Ring of Fire I've ever heard in a video game. Did you capture it, and can we play it here? I did capture it. We can't play it here because I muted this in the presentation because I'm dumb. No. You're not dumb. No, also because an Atari, also an Atari playing through a speaker goes, <laughs> that was a great impression. Yeah, thank you. Really Can good. you just do that with like the whole song? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh God! All right. Love I'm so is sorry to all It also of you. has uh, it also has uh, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. A couple other songs. Uh, they just ripped off the entire oh, yeah. soundtrack. It's great. It's cool. Cool. Like, this is legal. This is fine. Oh but yeah, okay. it was the seventies. It didn't. Well, I guess it was the early two thousands. But we look at this game and we got two guys shooting at each other, wagon running between them here. The the main reason I brought this in is is because 1975's Gunfight, as near as most folks can tell, is the first video game to feature person versus person combat. Mm. Interesting. Mm. And that, at least according to Wikipedia, my exhaustive and research. And Wikipedia doesn't lie. Huh? Right. So Wikipedia doesn't lie. But yeah, but I, no, I can't find an earlier example. If it exists, I haven't seen it. When I say person to person, I mean action-based person to person combat. There's some stuff on like some of the old D&D mainframe computer stuff that arguably could fall into that. But I love this because the first hit shoots the guy's hat off. And the second hit kills him. That's how you have two hit points in the game. The first one, so you knock. Exactly like Red Dead. That's exactly how it I works. I love that. Yeah. And and this is a 2001 take on an earlier game. So what I was the other one that was that was essentially this, but without the cool wagon mechanic. Outlaw, Outlaw, which is an the Atari, original one. Yeah, Outlaw. Exactly. Without, you, with this chicken or egg on that. Uh, this is the egg. This came later. Okay. Um, first came Gunfight, the arcade game. Then came Outlaw. Okay. A bunch of other derivatives. People caught. Like if you look at the first few years of video game history, it's a lot of breakout clones, a lot of Pong clones, a lot oh, yeah. you know, tank clones. People just made the same game over and over and well, over. I like Keep Outlaw because like when you shoot A, you get a really fun like wah, wah. <laughs> Like wait, is that the one that plays shot? And then you also instead of falling over, you just kind of like sit. It's just like bleh. <laughs> <laughs> you just sit down on the ground and then you get back up and you start again. That you, the best jank. I it's guess so uh, my, my question for you, for you ladies, is: Have you ever played anything like this weird old? Did you ever have any uh, th this laying around the house? Oh no. 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 I mean, you're not as old as I am, obviously, and that, that's some of it. I actually played games like this. We considered this entertainment, but <laughs> these were the devil in our house. Um, these were the devil in your house. Uh, yeah, any game in which people got killed, uh, mm -hmm. Old Mama Ryan was super not about. This game is too violent. Yeah. yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Oh, really? No. It's a, it's a realistic depiction it's a realistic of violence. Depiction yeah. of violence. Accurate. Yeah. No, my first console was a Super Nintendo, and then I went back to an NES, but that was as early as I went. Okay. So yeah. this is this is the earliest deathmatch. What do you think? Uh, does this hold up to, to Halo Five? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Actually, Halo Five this, this probably does hold up. Wait. Definitely. Um, and then, of course, uh, I mentioned the 1971 game. Oh, yes. So, yay, Oregon Trail! Uh, that was there was a yay there. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, of course, it's the You're saving fun grace. As <laughs> yes, I did that. Good. So, it's the saving grace of like all fourth and fifth grade computer classes. Oh like, yeah. Like every single Henry. class or computer in a classroom in the mid 90s had this game. We got on a it. cowboy in here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, hello. Howdy, Howdy. partner. Howdy. 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 Yeah. That's I, th rad. This man committed far more than any of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Steinberg, you're like, yeah, Oregon Trail. We said, why, why, why were you excited? This, I mean, the same reason as most people who grew up in my era. Because yeah, you get to go to computer class, and that's the game you got to play. Yeah, yeah. It was, was Mario Teach's typing followed by the Oregon Trail yeah. for seven hours. Oregon? Did you say Oregon? I'm sorry, Oregon. No, yeah. I'm just curious. I'm not judging you. I'm I from am. Massachusetts. We say words weird. <laughs> Something I love doing in the Oregon Trail was, wow. you know. Wow. And we just met for the first time. He loves me so much already. <laughs> uh, whenever something would happen in the game, Shame you know, there's... for lounging, not throwing. <laughs> there's that little text log where it, you know, has everything that happened in that game, and you can actually type in that. And so what my friend and I would do is we were big nerds, still are. So we made all the characters based off Dragon Ball Z and Final Fantasy IX characters. 
Oh, rad. And we would LARP in that text box. So, like, if someone would die, we would, like, like write out a funeral scene or something like that. That's all we Hell did. Oh, yes. I love that. It was so much fun. This That's is the really happiest good. I've been in several days. Yeah. <laughs> How many of y'all played it? I'm curious. Oh, wow. I, mean, I would hope ah, every hand okay. in this room would go up. And if yeah. your hand is down, please do yourself a favor and go play the yeah. Oregon Trail. I, I've been plugging Timmy away to... Drown. <laughs> we just saw that it was like... All you can die of dysentery. Well, that's yeah. amazing. Uh, okay, I mean, so... Well, I don't know that dysentery is amazing, but... Dysentery, no, oh cholera, drowning. You can die a lot of different ways. And this is what I love about this game. Uh, even more... Okay, so taking a second to... It's a resource management simulator. It's, it's largely about taking care of your party, making sure you keep everybody alive, balancing the necessities of life, dealing with random things. It, it is in a weird way, while it's linear, very open world-ish, because you never quite know what's gonna jump up. But even more so, I, I am of the opinion, and I, I keep plugging away at a book to this effect, please buy it when I'm done, um, that the Oregon Trail is the most subversive video game ever made. Uh, this is a game about taking a room full of children in a school, and this game was designed with education in mind by MECC, and giving them, knowing they'd have one computer in their classroom, giving them the opportunity to put the names of their best friends in, to put the names of their teacher in, to make the, put the names of people they hated in their classroom in. Or Dragon in. Ball Z and Final Fantasy IX characters. Or Dragon Ball Z and Final Fantasy. Sit around a computer and then figure out the best ways to kill them, murder them, torture them, maim them, waste time hunting, gun down endangered species to their heart's content and not carry the meat back to camp, but just let it sit there and rot. And then finally leave as many profanities as possible on their tombstone when they died, so that children, and these were saved on the disc, so that three years later, you're, you're under budget school, the same kids are playing on the same Apple II or the same IBM, they come along, and the first thing they find is, here lies your mom. <laughs> no, mom! You know, it, it, that's, what the, that's what this game was built to do. And that is... Well, I don't know if that's what it was built to do. I don't so know if I, I do. intended. Why would you give that to children? Because you believe that the world is a better place. You know, I have to say, I actually try to win that game. I never, yeah, I, I never, never like, when, like, when I was younger, I was definitely not like, let's see how I can kill you all. It was more of like, let's try and get there it together. Was always, it was always and then they would die on the way, and you'd be like, ha ah. Yeah, it was always who could get Child to that Child cursing, whatever like I said then, I don't know what I said. Float your wagon down the river and avoid all the rocks. That was yeah. always the, or the, or trying to ford the river. Trail two. That's Oregon Trail. Oh, okay. there's so many of these. When I said the first game I was able to find that was Western was 1971, Oregon Trail has had so many versions, all of which are distinct from one another. The version you're seeing here is the 1990 version, which is a port of the 85 Apple version, but 1971 is the first Oregon Trail. It was so old that you played it without a monitor. You played it on a teletype, and you just it told you it was what was happening, and you typed in commands. That's awesome. That's but rad. it's the same lineage. It's the same game making its way through all those versions. That's crazy. Yeah. They're still making versions of the Oregon Trail. Yeah. Looking rad. I wonder if there's romance in Malo. So I, oh, I'm sure there has to be. I do. <laughs> oh, uh, romance the there Oregon should Trail? be. No. Can I romance a buffalo? Yeah. What? Can you? Yes. You know should what? You? No. No. Probably not. <laughs> no, you probably shouldn't. I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> but I, uh, so you guys played to win. Yeah, yeah. No. I never won, but I tried. Right, I yeah, you, it's, it's the game that you can't win. Right. Yeah. Oh, what are y'all talking about? I, I, I carpenter all over this. I don't know what y'all talking I about. I mean, now as you're, when you're older, it's a little easier, but like when you're a kid, yeah. you're like, how do I do anything? And Why are people dying? Everyone dies, and you're like, yeah. Goku, no. My oxen keep drowning. It was super depressing. 
Like, I kept getting gunshot wounds when I would go hunting. I was like, what the, what, what am I doing? How <laughs> am I doing this? yourself? You know what's yeah, so exactly. I'm like, the, it, point it the other way. Point you it at the animal. You know what's so satisfying? Uh. The sound of the animal hitting the floor after he shot it. That sound, that Thunk. sounds terrible, but the sound it made, it was yeah. like, I don't know, I was addicted to it. It was like, doink. Yeah, it's, it's that, like, <laughs> So what I, what I, yeah. what I do love that about is, this game in partic particular is related to Red Dead, though. So everything we're talking about here, but it was, it was fundamentally, even though it's a historical game, it's actually really an economic simulator at heart. It's about dealing with unexpected situations in creative ways. It's about resource management. It's about hunting. It's about survival. And for me, at least, it was a murder simulator. Um, <laughs> and about creating your own fun, about emergent gameplay. And these are all things that feed into Red Dead. So when I talk about the state of the art, here's a 1985 example yeah. of something that's still fun today in a very different way. Well, yeah, so what's interesting about the hunting part is like Red Dead Redemption is much more like this. Well, you can just run around and kill everything, right? And then you just like use your knife and skin it on the ground. Yeah. And now it looks like in Red Dead 2, or Red Dead Redemption 2, um, it's different. Like you have to carry the thing back to camp. Oh, it's uh -huh. brutal. So like Hunting now it's it going to be brutal. way. But you brought up a good question earlier. I did bring up. So I was like, okay, in all of the things that they've shown us so far, he's picking up the animal. He's like putting it on the back of the horse. So does this mean like you're not killing buffalo anymore? Like you can't lift that. So it sounds to me like the. So when we saw it back in spring, like it, we kind of raised that question where it's like you can carry a deer because Arthur's. Super strong, I guess, because um, he can just deadlift one with one hand, which you is can't horrifying. Dead, you're not deadlifting a deer. He does it. No, it's a, that's not the right move. Oh, oh yeah. Do, would you like to see me do a deadlift move? It's yeah. yes. Honestly, I really truly would. No, no, no. Can we get a can we get a deer carcass though? Okay. There it is. There it is. Thanks for coming to the panel, ladies and gentlemen. So here's the thing. The last time I went to a gym was. 1999, <laughs> maybe 2003. Um, this week on Red Dead Radio, but, Steimer does squats. <laughs> so he, he can squat a deer up on squat his shoulder, carry it back. Okay. Um, but for bigger animals, it sounds like you're essentially going to have to break that down to sort of its core component parts. So it's like with, say, a buffalo or a bear, you have to skin it, and then maybe you can take some of the meat in a satchel, but realistically, you're just gonna have that big fucking bear pelt strapped to the back of a horse, um, and then the rest of it's just kinda gonna sit there in the sun and rot for a while. Just like in the Oregon Trail, mm. Oregon Trail. That's true, you gotta leave the rest. All right, we gotta move on to the next ones here. We're gonna fly through these a little quicker because I'm terrible at time management. It's fine. Here we go, Sunset Riders. Who played this? I'm curious, anybody out there played? Yeah, quite a few, okay. Arcade, the version you're seeing here is actually the Sega Genesis version, um, but the arcade version was a four-player shooter beat-em-up style. Like you've got a team of four people. The standouts for this, uh, a few of the, the, the Western conventions kind of make their way in. You, you jump on the back of a train, you're, you're traveling through old Western vistas, you're top, running atop cows. Once again, you're hunting bounties, gathering gold. You also occasionally hop into a brothel for a power-up. Um, <laughs> nice. That nice. happens a lot. But there, there's, there's some standout stuff. And so, yeah, there it is, right there. Um, Wait, what was the power Wait, up that he what just did picked that just up? Say? Uh, he, he got faster shot gun shooting. Oh, <laughs> That's an innuendo. It's a little I, on the nose, but all that right. That was, yeah. Uh, yeah, but there are a few Look at this pink horse. Yeah, that horse is awesome. It's, it's a good-looking game. It's a good... Yeah, well, I mean, why not? They're trying it? to bribe they're, you to not murder like, them. Yeah, Please yeah. go away. Yeah. 
But uh, a few standouts for this game, um, not all of which made it into this video. One, like I said, the arcade version four-player, the Genesis version two-player. It's one of the early examples of a multiplayer Western yeah. game. Mm -hmm. um, and people figuring out that what's more fun than cowboys? Lots of cowboys. Teams of cowboys. Cowboying together. Or cow cowboying, cowgirling, cowpeopling together. <laughs> cow which, of course, is Red Dead online. Yeah, of course. Or, I mean, the, the first or Red Dead Redemption. I keep saying the first Red Dead, but it's like, no, it's technically the second. <laughs> just, um, just, you know, Red we're Dead Redemption's online multiplayer. Um, I mean, the way that that sort of gave us, I mean, that was sort of the precursor to what we see today in GTA Online, where it's like you have this big open hub world, and like the idea of it is that you just kind of dive in either solo or with your friends and just start interacting with people. Um, and you, you know, looking at it here, like when you see the ability to jump in with, with up to three, usually just one other person. Um, it's, I think there's a lot less fucking around that you can do in this case. Uh, I'm sorry, futzing around. Um, no, profanity's okay. Okay, great, cool. Um, you, there's a lot less like sabotage of either your teammates or your potential enemies. Um, but it's just like, I don't know, it, it's, it's that notion of like just seeing it in action beforehand and the end, dot, dot, dot. Couple other, couple I had thoughts, oh, and then ahead, they did, no, I had a thought, and then it disappeared. That happened And then I tried time. to save it, and it's just gone. How, how boring <laughs> Sorry, are we at this point? Time. We doing okay? Okay. The front's excited, the back's looking more vacant, so I'm a little worried. We're we love you guys in the back. Yeah. Um, the, uh, a couple other standouts for this. Uh, right here, the selection screen you're seeing. This is one of the, the first Western games where you can play as a non-white person. Um, which Hell is, uh, yeah. imagine that, there were non-white non people in the West. Um, who knew? Yeah. Uh, there were, even some, there were some, even some ladies there, I heard, uh, occasionally. In the brothel. No, yeah, so we're just in the brothel. We just, we just huddled in the brothel like this. We never saw the sunlight. What is this? What is these? You turn into a hermit when you're in a brothel for your, for yeah. your entire life? Like, like a mole person of some kind? <laughs> yeah. 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 But one of the things I like about Red Dead is that you do see a vast variety of, of different human beings in the game. And Red Dead 2 looks like it's leaning even more into that. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, seeing what they do with it. Because the West was full, if you ever read Sun of the Morning Star, just, just some really diverse characters in, in that part of the world. The frontier attracted people from every walk of life, particularly people who kind of couldn't make it out east. And that led to some colorful characters to just about every ilk. If you haven't read Sun of the Morning Star, I really recommend it. Cutting also, we can't, we'd be remiss not to mention that in addition to having our, our uh, one of the early non-white protagonists, Sunset Riders ridiculously, sadly racist around level three or so. So we'll just oh. leave that uh, behind. That oh. didn't make it into the Oh yeah, I can, yeah, I can. No, 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 wait, from. it's it's when we meet the Indians. Um, when we reach the Native Americans, that's usually, it gets a little That's bad. usually gonna go pretty, So we'll move ahead. In most games before now. Outlaws by LucasArts, 1997. Woo! Okay, John's excited about this. I love, I love this game. Um, Expound. First off, I mean, it's it's sort of you could look at it and say that it's a Wolfenstein or a Doom clone, and it, sure, it kind of it is. Yeah. Um, like no bones about <laughs> it, it 100 percent right. is. <laughs> um, but they also do some really fun stuff, like the the cutscenes in in it are those super weird. Who who here's played Lucas LucasArts as Outlaws? Anybody? Yeah, cool. Ah, all right, all three people. of you. Great. Um, the the cutscenes in that, if you guys have played it, know like if you've ever seen like the heavy metal movies, um, where they're just these weird vignettes with this crazy sort of frame by frame art style. I just really adore the art style, and the fact that this is one of the few video games that I can think of that actually has an opening credit sequence for the developers. Like it is a fully scored 
sequence, like just like Once Upon a Time in the West or all of the Man With No Name trilogies, like they really went for it. For that cinematic feel. For the cinematic feel, exactly. And like, you know, there's there's the really horrible inciting incident, which, you know, we'll talk about women in fridges later, but it's it's the first time that I can remember seeing a Western in a non-TV or movie medium and following it from a from a story perspective and getting invested, which I think is what Red Dead does best. The, the riverboat train sequence at the opening of Red Dead comes to mind immediately. Yeah. Yeah, when you're, you're, the, the way they choose to, to engage the credits there is storytelling. It's, um, what's, uh, when it comes to Red Dead's cinematic treatment, I, I mean, the, the moments that pop up for me, Steimer, Brett, I, I always think about that opening, coming in on the steamboat, riding the train, overhearing the conversations, credits rolling, headed up to the fort, and and I think about uh, I think about Mexico, of course, yeah. which I think everybody does, and then the the end or the almost end, the penultimate yeah. uh, scene. Of all those, which one stood out for you the most and why? For me, it was the ending. Um, I is, can I spoil this game? Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, Has yeah. anybody okay. not played the first Red don't, Dead Redemption? No, don't don't ask them. Well, then we'll have an excuse. Plug not, your ears. Yeah, oh. just do. Somebody clap his ears. I yeah. I had never experienced character death like that in a video game before, and I was so attached to John Markson as a character. Yeah. I felt like he was trying to redeem himself. And he was cute in his own weird, gross way. And I was like, you know, and it's endearing. Way. And it's to, okay. no, it's to true. see yes. that ending go down the way it did, I think that was the first video game that made me truly like ball. I'm talking like mascara like was straight ugly cry. Oh, ugly cry. And oh, then the, la the last game, well, the, the game that I can't talk. The next game that did that was Final Fantasy 15, and that was just a whole mess in itself. But we won't go there. Anyway, so for me, that ending just stood out. I remember it so distinctly. I was in my room. I was living with my parents at the time. I was, lights were off. I had a bag of popcorn next to me, and I was like, "They're not doing this, are they?" And they did, and it was just so crazy. And then yeah, I accidentally I remember, spoiled it. For did someone. you think that you could win it? Because I thought I could. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah sure." They're yes. surrounding the barn, but like, it's fine. And like, I've I, read, or I have dead eyes, so it'll be okay. And then, you're and like, then when it's you realize okay. you can, yeah. but you're so desperately trying still, oh, yeah. Yeah. it's just yeah. like, oh. I'm like, no, maybe I just need to reload. Maybe I messed yeah. it up. Just like reload that save like four or five times. <laughs> yeah, you're like, and it's no, still, no. you can't I keep do it. it up. Yeah. And like, and John just has a rough time. The crows eat all his corn, and then he gets gunned down. It's really bad. It's not a great life. It's not a great life. No. That was one of those, I, I really do love Western movies, and I, I was kind of raised on them from infancy. And mm -hmm. so I saw the end of Red Dead coming a mile, like a uh, mile and a half really? away. That was, I was like, this guy is so dead. I like him no. way too much. Mm, and, that's true. Uh, and and that, the way it went down, like having, you know, it's just the end of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. And it's yeah. done so well. And that's what, being, I don't know where the line between derivative and homage happens exactly, but Rockstar's really good at that, mm -hmm. at, at finding that line and staying on the homage side, where, yeah, where it feels I mean, original and fresh. Yeah, especially in, in Red Dead itself, where you, you have moments that are just ripped straight out of some of the best westerns, like um, the Gatling gun bit that we talked about in Fort Mercer, yeah, is straight from Outlaw Josie Wales. And it's just like, it doesn't feel like that situation where you're you're mad at them for ripping something off. Like you're just like, oh, if you like, recognize oh, cool. it, yeah, exactly. Like, oh shit, this is a this is an awesome gameplay moment, but also like if you do recognize the source, you're like, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Also, uh, just a quick note on Outlaws, uh, not a lot of attempts at third or first-person Western games. Mm. Um, I don't know, you know, obviously they're building this around Dark Forces around the same time, their, their Star Wars Doom game. Uh, I don't 
know if the people have just decided it's not well suited for that, if third person's better for the storytelling, if it has to do with reload times, because reloading old guns is weird. Yeah. Um, but nobody's really gone too deep back into this since then. I mean, there was a weird, like, I think History Channel shooter. Well, this is like uh, the Paul Juarez <laughs> franchise. Yeah. Tried it. Um, there were a couple of, wasn't there a John Carpenter's game that was a Western? Actually, I haven't played that. I don't it know. Was, it was like you hunted vampires and they were cowboys or cowpokes. And so Are you sure you're not just making, th is this a dream you had? No, I might Beaver be confusing. Victor um, Brand, I think I'm thinking of Clive Barker's Undying. <laughs> okay. I think that's the game that I'm thinking of. Um, I forget whether that was first person or not, though. Um, but I mean, Club Wars was interesting enough, but I feel like part of the Western experience is seeing your protagonist, you know, draw out their holster instead of just having a gun kind of pop up in your viewfinder. Like seeing you draw, seeing you slam the hammer back. Um, Ban the hammer, my friend. There it is. Ban Thank the you. Hammer. I'm just, all, my terminology is just all You know what? Me. I'll I'm take it. I don't know how to do anything. We're moving um, on to gun. We got gun. We got gun? We gun. got gun. That's right. Who played gun? When I ask was, people about Western uh, video games, Gun's the one I hear about most. Was, I, I think the entire world bought Gun. You bought Gun. I did buy Gun. I bought Gun twice, when it first came out, and again, like, a month ago. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. How'd that second time around go for you? It didn't happen. Oh, okay. Oh, I, 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 it didn't happen. Because shamefully, I ran out of time, because I was going to try and play it on my way to Gamescom, and then I couldn't get it hooked sure. up on the PC. It was fair. this whole thing. So. Either you Buffalo. What's that? I was looking at the buffalo. She got distracted by the animals. Yeah, the animals, you, look. Oh, I can't wait to murder them all. Animals are good for that. Well, animals are a big part of the West. I mean, animals are a big part of Red Dead. I yes. mean, you said, how, what did they feature in their very first Red Dead trailer? It's like, here's an animal, and here's an animal, and here's a little squirrel yep. running through the background. Woods, and here's, there yeah. you go. How, why, why is that important to the storytelling? Well, I mean, if there are no animals in it, you're like, this is a weird place. <laughs> <laughs> what happened here? It's like one of those dreams where it's like sort of real, but not all, like there's something off the yeah. whole time and you're not sure what it is. Well, also, yeah. it, it is the Wild West, right? And so, you know, you don't have... These you don't days. have the wild part. Yeah, you don't have the wild part. These days, you don't have buffalo roaming down the streets of Seattle. You know, but back That'd then, it was uncharted territory, and so I really think it's important for setting the mood of the. It creates a, a yeah. feeling that feels a place that feels wild, that feels unexplored. Um, Cougar's gonna uh, come and get you. Oh man, this guy's oh, man. really getting. Are we, messed are we up. keeping our fingers crossed for a cougar cabin again <laughs> in this one, where they just infinitely spawn forever? It's like forever and ever. This is where I just want to fill a house with cougars, that's please. Nightmare and thank material. You. I want a cougar oh, catapult. So it looks like Gun was the first super story-driven. Western-ish game because the ones that we've seen so far have been kind of side scrollers, shoot 'em, beat 'em ups. This is kind of like the first. I didn't play Gun. It's definitely an early one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, as, as super like when we say story-driven, like in-game cinematic moments. Yeah. This, yeah. along with actually the year before Red Dead Revolver. Yeah, uh, I mean, this is going to talk about in a second. Yeah, it's sort of like the the Dante's peak to the original Red Dead Revolver's Armageddon. Okay. Like, I, don't, I mean, that's that's. Do you consider that a favorite? Does an old grandma die in a lake full of acid? Don't Whoa. remind me about that. And no. Okay, Dante's Peak. If you haven't watched that in a while, wow. Oh, I'm sorry, Deep Impact. Yeah. That was the one I was thinking Well, I was going to say, Dante's, Dante's Peak, Peak Volcano, Armageddon to Volcano. Yeah, I was a Dante's Peak Volcano, Deep Impact Armageddon. You know what I was trying to say. But yeah, Gun's a game where you're, you're wandering around the West, with, and at the beginning it's you and like angry Chris Christopherson, and you're shooting birds. Um, was, was that him in that? I, I don't know. He looks like him. He looks just I like mean, him. He feels, I feel like he would do that for the money. And then finally, of course, Red Dead Revolver. Uh, Rockstar's a really impressive uh, Western game that started as a Capcom project, as we talked about at the beginning. And really does, lay, uh, you've got a lot of the, the Red Dead formula there. You have cover systems. You have Deadeye. You have an arsenal of weapons that grows with you. That you, You've got the rifle on the back and the pistol on the side and the knife in the belt, and you're yeah. switching between them. 
uh, a lot of these aspects of the game are, are already coming into focus. You've got some multiplayer focus there, although it's local. You've got, it's an interesting thesis, and you can see how it read into a much more refined Red Dead Redemption when they were able to take over the project from the beginning on their own and make it truly a rock star game with more of an open world focus. Do you guys play this back in the day? Played no, for a little bit, but I, I wasn't, I couldn't get into it, which is so crazy, because then when I played Red, Redemption, Red Dead Redemption, I was like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever, but for well, some reason. Well, Revolver doesn't have that open feel to it. Revolver mm -hmm. just isn't as, it's just not as immersive. It, it's it's all the themes, but they're not quite as, as articulately expressed. I mean, it was back in the day when, you know, we were a lot more limited in the scope of the experience that we could have by just the technology that was available. Like, it was that situation, like, you know, they can make it look for the day, as good as this does, or they could probably expand the world a little bit. Mm -hmm. But know? not both, yeah. But not both. Yeah, I'm running this one, all, all, I captured all my own footage for this, I'm running this one through a PS3 HDMI. So yeah, I'm gonna need like to borrow the PS3. setup for this, because I really wanna play this again. Oh, the launch, oh we're gonna do it, we're gonna, play, we're gonna do a let's play of that, yes. definitely. Well, no, not until we do Red Dead Online. Do you guys wanna play Red Dead Online? Yes. Cool, great, perfect. You. We don't even need you anymore. Yeah. Fine, you're off you know, the show. I hate to spoil it for you, but Brittany's a liar, and she'll never play with you. Aww. <laughs> Brittany. Don't Why would you listen to her? Because I know you. When have we yeah, ever true. played a game together? Hey, listen, don't get me started, Sam. I tried to play Sea of Thieves with you that one time. Well, that's I, your mistake. Did you? <laughs> okay, question. Has there yeah. ever been a Western RPG? Uh, yeah, there's West like of Loathing two. recently, actually. Oh, oh my there's god, of course. Wild I love that online. game so much. I'm talking like Final Fantasy-esque, but RPG. I mean, there, there's like a... Old school. So old school turn-based combat. Wild Arms kind of feeds into that oh, theme. Oh, Wild Arms, yeah, that was uh, a great one. That, that kind of kind of has that, especially that was... Yeah. Looks like you're a little, our little music machine today. I right? I always am, yeah. Aww. When I was young, nope, never needed anyone. Right, that's our cue. Uh, so, really quickly, we looked at all these themes. I have no idea if there's anything coherent happening here <laughs> whatsoever at this point. I'm sure y'all are more aware than I am. We learn anything from this about how what fed into Red Dead, or maybe more important, how Red Dead 2 could build on these themes of not an empty world, of third versus first person, of playing together, of character involvement, of role-playing elements. How, how's Red Dead gonna build on that? Oh, you do conveniently take that sip of water. I know exactly <laughs> what you're doing right now. It's gonna be a very long I know exactly drink, isn't what it? You're doing. <laughs> no, <laughs> so I've only played Red Dead once because I feel like that was my playthrough and it was such an impactful game that to be completely honest, all the ins and outs and the specifics of it, I can't pull out of my butt right now. But what I am very interested to see in the second one is how we can shape Arthur Morgan to be the person we want him to be. I don't want him to be an asshole off the bat. I want him to be a nice fair man. And uh, a nice fair nice, outlaw. Nice, <laughs> nice fair <laughs> outlaw. Robin's got a code, damn it. It's gonna be great. I only steal from who I want to steal from. <laughs> Yeah. That's I, my code. But I feel like that kind of is the nice thing about <laughs> what we, at least, you know, based on what we know, like, you will kind of have that option. Like, you know, depending on what your choices are, like, how you choose to interact with all of the, you know, the pedestrians and the NPCs, like, whether they're gang members, fellow gang members, or lawmen, or just, like, guys you meet on the or road. Just like, like bros. Yeah, or just, like, random guys. Gals. You know. mm -hmm. um, Whoever. Yeah, just folk. 
all yeah. them folk. Yeah, I like that they've they've now expanded to give you more options because before in uh, original Redemption, like basically <laughs> to interact with other people, you're like, hello. Right, like you, it's literally <laughs> just a binary option. Like I can kill you or I can not kill Would you. Would you yeah. like to do what I tell you now? And like, and right. so now you know you, you can be a little bit less uh, aggressive. Yeah, like, and like yeah. contextually, that informs the character when you do see the cutscene bits that you know Rockstar writes in themselves, where it's like you know if I play someone who every time I come across a rider on the road, if I rob them, uh, like harass them or whatever, or if you know, if you guys do the thing where you just like ride alongside them and be like, hey, how's it going, buddy? You wanna like nice have a fun ride together? Exactly. Yeah. Um, that's a later. very different Arthur <laughs> in the next cutscene where mm -hmm. he, you see him shaking somebody down for money. Right. I also like the idea that, that maybe the way you're impacting that world can come back to haunt you in good or bad ways, which yeah. seems to be a place they're leaning a little more into as well. And, and they really have kind of emphasized this world without seams. Everything here we're talking about in broken down, weird mechanical analytic format. I think the idea behind Red Dead 2 is that we're not going to notice as many of the uh, as many of the stitches. That's the idea. See how that plays out. I'm pretty excited to see what happens, because like we said before, Red Dead influenced by cinema, open world design, technology, budget, imagination, the state of the art that we just discussed. What's fun? Which is always kind of the acid test. Uh, is is it fun? Is it not? And they have now the input from GTA 5, GTA Online's experience, and the original Red Dead all to build on as well. So, I don't know who's going to play this game. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. I might. Yeah, I might play it. Maybe. maybe. We just built this show around it, but actually none of us are ever going to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to skip ahead a little bit here because I'm terrible at time management. Luck of the Draw, uh, one of our oh, regular wow, yeah. segments here on uh, Red Dead Radio, where we answer a one non Red Dead related question per week, one random. And uh, we have somebody here in the audience uh, right now, Tom Bach and Olivia. Uh, you guys, are, are you ready with your, uh, your non Red Dead related question for us? Uh, okay, <gasps> you might head into the mic? All right. So Tom and Olivia, I caught in line and asked them. I don't know what they're going to ask us here. I just said, please make it embarrassing for You asked them to make it embarrassing? Yes. So. What the hell, man? Yeah. So what do we got? It'll be an easy one. First of all, I want to thank you guys for what you do every week. You guys entertain Aww. us. Thank you. Get us thinking about stuff, so thank you very much. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, absolutely, so, absolutely. So, so two questions. You, guys you want to do yours first? Um, if you were stranded on an island and could only play one game for the rest of your life, what game would it be? Oh, boy. All right. Do I have internet connection oh on this island? Yeah, that's the question. Can I get updates for this game if they come out? Yes. <laughs> Guild Wars 2. Guild Wars 2. Wow. Interesting choice. I like it. Well done. It's an MMO. It lives forever. I can play with other people so I won't feel lonely on this island. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I revive a game that's dead to sure. do this? Yeah. yeah. Asheron's Call. That would be my... Aww. I know. Aww. Rip in peace. Is this just you a way to get really Asheron's Call back? I, will, I know. I told You're you. Like, I run hot when I'm hungover. Uh, yeah, no, I would love to play Ashron's Call. That game has so much content, and there's so much to do. Would you rather, like, if you, if it meant going and living on an island for the rest of your life, would you do it so Ashron's Call could come back? I will make the sacrifice I must for All the right. good of the people. Good plan. You're like good. living in this travelical paradise. You're like, oh, man, as long as you can bring place. Rebel, your dog, right? My dog. Yeah, I'll bring my dog. It'll be good. John? Um, you know what? Honestly, like, there's, uh, there's too many that are super, yeah. super good. Part of me wants to say like The Witcher, The Witcher Three, because like I can play that forever. But also like part of me wants to no, not The Witcher One. That's the oh three, he's, he's three for sure. Um, but at the same time, I kind of want to say GTA Online because most of the friends that I play games with online also play that fairly regularly and can just be fucking stupid together. Yeah. 
And like that's how I like to pass time, is just being a fucking idiot. <laughs> For me, uh, it's easy. Uh, Sid Meier's Pirates, the 1991 port by Rare, published by Ultra Games for the Nintendo Entertainment oh System, which God. is the definitive version of the game. Woo-woo! Right. Look at that right. pitch. Yeah, love that, that one. That what's, no, what's number two, guys? Okay, so this one's kind of silly. So I've never done any kind of cosplay before, but I'm always kind of fascinated by it. Jared, I know you recently did Doc Brown at Kind of Funny Prom, right? I did. Yeah, so my yeah, question is... Have you ever cosplayed, and if so, what did you do it as? And if you haven't, and you could, what would you do? Okay, we'll start, at this, we'll start at this end this time and work our way down here. I, yeah, I was Doc Brown recently. I've been Baymax before. Uh, you did, yeah. That was, it was a really great which, Baymax, Which is a lot too. of fun. Uh, John? Um, do, like, fourth grade book fairs count? Because um, I was yeah. definitely Dr. Alan Grant from Jurassic Park that year. Awesome. That's awesome. I think if I had to go for... Uh, Dream say I'd probably say RoboCop, but like mask off RoboCop, so like the full heads and circuits and wires and stuff, and oh. maybe like one of the arms off. Oh how, wow, the arm off—that would be amazing. Or like Terminator or the Terminator, like the T800 at the end of T2, like when he's all messed up by the T1000, like the arm and the chest and the face and stuff. So you just want to be ripped apart. Well, if you're gonna do cosplay, like you gotta make it like exciting. Is that, no. the, is, is that what it is? <laughs> that's finger guns for me. That's just like, mm, I, I, it's like I, a was, gun. I was teaching English in Japan, and I walk in, and two of my high school kids are waiting one night for a class, and they just got these huge grins on their faces. I'm like, what oh. are you two up to? And they're like, they put their fingers up, like, don't say a word, and they walk through, so this is like half wall there, so that it's like three foot tall wall. One of them gets on the other side, the other one takes out their cell phone, hits a button, and starts playing, da 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 from T2. And the other one just starts to lower their body really slowly. Good. And then when they disappear oh behind the wall, God. go, thumbs up. <laughs> and they both just sat down and didn't say a word. That's this best. day, I don't I'm know what that was about. Because it was awesome and it was a heartfelt moment it between was, friends. It was beautiful. There I is a few things on this planet I feel more powerful than that thumbs up at the end of that movie. In like, Metal, if you play Metal Slug 3, I, I just noticed if you fall into lava in Metal Slug 3, your guy does this when you when you fall down. I've never seen it. Brittany? Uh, I was the pink Power Ranger when I was a little girl. Hell yes. Um, but one time I had a uh, uh, Link costume, and it was off of a, a website for Halloween, and I had the sword and shield with me, and I was trucking around downtown Seattle. I had so many people say, oh, it's Zelda! And I was like, oh. Uh, <laughs> you were like, eh. Uh, if I could do anything, though, I'd want to do something, like, because Warrior is my main class in every RPG I ever play, so I want something with, like, badass armor and a sword that's way too big for me, and I want to go, like, kill shit. Hell yes. Not, not really, but, like, monsters. Yeah, yeah okay, you can get yeah. it. Yeah. Monsters are good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's, it wasn't technically cosplay, but it was the best costume I have ever worn because it was for a live-action thing that we did for CD Projekt Red. So I, I borrowed the Yennefer costume one day and wore it. And I was like, how do I fit in this? That girl's really tiny. But um, I did, and I just like took pictures of yeah, it. Yeah, you look so good in that. that I, awesome. It's my favorite. She's my favorite. I think I've seen those pictures. That was yeah. rad. That was a great costume. Nice. Yeah. I love all of these. Hey, uh, our friends at uh, Rockstar and uh, What's Good Games both sent some, uh, some swag over. So this is for y'all. Uh, this is the... Uh, that super Tom? elusive mug. Yeah, please, for you and Olivia. But these um, are some, uh, some Red Dead stickers and the super elusive Red Dead Redemption 2 mug. Uh, Woo! Thank uh, What's Good and Rockstar for those. And uh, now it's uh, time for QA. So if you've got questions for the panel about Red Dead or otherwise, go ahead and line up at these nearby mics, and we'll try to get to them in the next eight minutes here. So It'll be great. Ask briefly, please. Yeah. Uh, we'll oh, start God. on this side. Okay, hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. Um, 
What's your I name? Have, Cindy. Hi, Hi Cindy. Cindy. Um, I have a question about like quick travel and things like that, because obviously in the first game, if you like shoot and then the quick travel guy just runs away, and you know this world's gonna be bigger than like GT5 potentially. So, how do you feel about like keeping that realistic aspect of you know I, I you know this horse horse and carriage guy has to stay in town, but if I shoot him away, then I my ride's gone. <laughs> Goodbye forever. I love it. Like I don't I don't even know how much I used fast travel because I just really liked going around the, the world yeah. So, yeah. so much. I was like, come on, horse, let's go. Um, but yeah, since this one's gonna be a lot bigger, I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna yeah, handle it. I was it, very but. guilty of just using the campfire fast travel system oh, for yeah. me. Like you I know, I never. I don't think I ever it. took the stagecoach anywhere. No. Um, I would always just you know, even if I was in a town and had to get across the map, I would just ride out of town and set up a campfire. Um, yeah, I have no idea how it's going to work out in two. I would love to see that kind of realism stay where, like, if you do start a fight or get in a gunfight, like, or yeah. even if you just, like, talk to him wrong, like, they'll Bye. just refuse to give you a what ride. What if they just made it more expensive? Like, your <laughs> your <laughs> price no, is no. going up because you're an you. asshole. <laughs> 30 bucks instead of 10. Yeah. Uh, thank you for your question, and we've got something Thanks, for you Cindy. from Rockstar as well. So Woo! our friend sent this over. Uh, so please, come on. We need and, to get come a on up and get it. And yeah. uh, we'll go on this side now. My name is Quinn. Uh, Hi, Quinn. Talking about kind of like the, the cinematic influences that go kind of, and you kind of argue all Rockstar games, my question is like, most Westerns really build on tension, mm -hmm. and it's something I don't feel in a lot of games, aside from like horror, and that's usually trying to build up to something that gets scary. Do you think, especially with this being a prequel and kind of knowing some of the outcomes, are they really going to focus on that, or if it's something... I didn't really feel that tension in even the like in Red Dead Redemption, but it seems this one's going very, very cinematic, and especially like their trailers and everything. Is that something you're looking for in a game like this, or? I think that in an open world, tension's especially difficult because yeah. you can bend the rules. But I think the three places I suspect they'll lean in on this: uh, one is consequence, which is always a very powerful part of tension. Two is weirdly lighting. Uh, they put a lot of effort into the lighting on this game. Uncanniness, uh, and I'm stealing this from, I think, Jen Frank, uh, is an essential element of anything scary. Uh, taking something familiar and changing it slightly so that it's frightening, and that can build tension. Uh, I think you can do a lot with that in a wild world uh, with lighting. So you have consequence, things being dangerous, things having, uh, you have lighting, and then uh, third, music. Um, environmentally controlled music in particular. I don't think we can expect a full horror experience here, um, but I do think we'll see it there. Thoughts, guys? Yeah, the only tension I really want from this game is if I'm going to try to kill a bear with a knife, <laughs> or if I, ha if, or I can piss someone off to the point where they might not like me, because I try really hard to please everyone in video games, and so knowing that there might not be a necessarily right decision to make, and knowing you're gonna have to live with those consequences, I think that's what I want. Thank you. And uh, again, from Rockstar, a uh, little, uh, little, they sent over a t-shirt for Woo! guests, so. Oh, I like that design, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. We're down, we're down to the last t-shirt here. So. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh -oh. Sorry, friend. <laughs> Hi, who are you? Um, my name is Kristen. Uh, Hi, Kristen. horse-related question Oh, for you guys. yeah. Hell yeah. This is now so, Horsecast 2018. Yes. So in the uh, video, it looked like there were uh, different breeds of horses 
Um, will there be different breeds of horses that you can purchase and ride? And if so, will they have varying stats such as strength, speed, and endurance? I'm glad you asked this because we made this game. Yeah. Yep. Um, John, you, you actually talked to horse team, didn't you? We did. We talked to the, talked to the guys to that the made horse said horses. Um, but I mean, also, if we I looked at the, um, the special edition, collector's edition, whatever, uh, bonus order things, like there are a couple of different horse breeds listed within that itself. Um, so like, you know, there's, you can definitely buy different breeds of horses in the sense of like, you can get a basic like stallion for like a farm horse. You can buy like a work horse. You can like buy a Clydesdale. horse. You can get a Clydesdale. We've seen Clydesdales. I don't know if yeah. you own Clydesdales. I, I hope think you can. They looked more like they were just part of your camp. Like they'll be like a worker horse in yeah. your camp versus like something you're riding in the world. You yeah. breed horses. Make weird <laughs> Make combos. Weird, yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Wouldn't that be great? I was like oh, Viva Pinata, but with If horses? I can just completely forsake <laughs> the life of the outlaw and just become a horse, a horse rancher. rancher. <laughs> that'd be awesome. If I beat my horse with a shovel, does it pop open and give me candy? No. This is important. It dies. Oh, no. I had um, a few incidents with that. I don't know how game. horses work. It wasn't a shovel. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. They I, got shot in the head. No. They ran in front of the bullet. I don't know what they were expecting. I mean, look, this my horse ran in front of a train, so it's like. Yeah, you're like, I don't know why you just did that. Some I of parked the you back there. That AI. <laughs> yeah, that horse AI, though. God. So that's, <laughs> the, um, that's so the best we got for you. Yeah, there, there are different breeds of horse, and they do have their own different like abilities and, and sort of stat different buffs. Stamina. Okay. I will promise you this, though. Uh, it, so, yes. The next time I talk to Rockstar, I'll ask them the same question and try to get it out for you on the show. Okay. I do think it'd be fun to ride a Clydesdale around. They literally, it's literally, like they, slow, we know it for a fact. Yeah, there are these things. Right, but I want to know the details. I want, I want, okay. more, I want more granular details. Yeah, well, Dig in deep. All right, real quick here, last question. Uh, hello. 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 Uh, so I spent way too much time gambling in the first Red Dead. Oh. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Liar's Dice specifically. Uh, do you guys have any idea where they're going to go with that? Are they going to ramp it up, build out new games? What do you think? And we're purely speculating on this. Yeah. I have no inside info. Um, I think we'll see everything we saw before, uh, especially Liar's Dice and Hold'em, probably some more online around that. I want baseball leagues. I'm probably not going to get them, but I want them so <laughs> badly. That, that would be great. To Every see. town has their own. Just if not just to make you happy. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, I can um, see them going full in on that. Are there, were there slot machines back then? Uh, you know, I don't know anything about the history of slots. I don't, I don't know. Either. Maybe. I don't know. No, I, I, don't know. Um, I don't really do gambling I don't, games. I don't do the mini games for yeah. the most part. I think I did whatever I needed to do to 100% yeah. the game, but like other than that. Yeah, we, I mean, we I know you'll... plan on it, and next thing you know, I yeah. found myself. I mean, that's <laughs> why I was with... Liar's Dice. Just like real gambling. That's why I was with Gwent and The Witcher, where it's just like, oh, this weird little CCG in this game. That's fine. And then every town I go to, like, who is your Gwent champion? <laughs> <laughs> I, I really do want a fully integrated series of, of baseball leagues. Every yeah. town has its own distinct field. There are teams in every town because historically baseball had been established as a professional sport in America for decades by this point, by 1899. And so I, I love the idea that you could go to every town, play, gamble on the games, influence the games with missions, like like get in there amazing. and screw yeah. things up. And I want, it's never going to happen, but I want an alternate ending where Arthur, where I play enough baseball that Arthur goes out east and, and plays in the World Series. He just becomes uh, Yeah, um, I don't that think we'll see anything. amazing. Yeah. Sorry. No, I was just laughing at that concept. No. Yeah. I don't think we'll see any, like, I don't know if we'll get, like, huge revisions to any of the gambling stuff. We know that we, you know, we saw in the last gameplay video uh, that there's uh, Hold'em in it. Um, I think it's safe to bet that they'll probably expand a little bit on it. Um, I, I personally will forever want riverboats with casinos on them. I want, oh, I want my sweet. Maverick moment. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be great. Um, I desperately want to get on a casino boat, and then when I lose, because I will, because I'm fucking terrible at poker, just burn it down and sink for the everything. boat. Yeah, I want to sink the boat. But because you're I, on the boat. 
I we, can swim now. All right, we got, we got, we got to cut it here because we are at <laughs> end you. of time. No. I don't have a rock star thing to give you, but if you'd like the Sheraton pad, oh, <laughs> oh man. very limited edition. Here, no, no, I got you. I got you. I got you. Uh, oh no, 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 that pen belongs to. No, no, I'm not giving him the pen. Oh, okay, there we He's are. Like, no, this my friends. Pen. Thank here, you I'll for coming this. here. Thank you for giving an hour of your life to is. this marvelous stupidity. Ladies from from uh, What's Good Games, thank you for giving an hour of your life, especially this post drunk. Um, <laughs> we had our community I mean, meetup party last night. It yeah. was a great I'm time. fine. I don't know. Uh, thank you for that, John. As <laughs> always, I don't know why you come on here every week, but I'm so glad you do. I don't know why you thing. keep inviting me back. Um, I'm a terrible guest. <laughs> yeah, we will not be able yeah. to hang out in the hall after the show because then just to clear out. But if you go out to the lobby across over by the windows, if you want to say hi to folks, uh, I'll be heading over there. Uh, as soon as I get my laptop packed up, and I'll meet you out there. Uh, thank you for this. Thank you, panel. Thank you. Keep it together. A no, wonderful present. Applaud yeah. this man most of all. Yes. Like, and thank you guys. Applaud yourselves, but also applaud this man. Thank you. Thanks, guys. <laughs>